Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth here, and I'm with my good friend, Carlin Young, and he's like this awesome astrologer, but he does many things, and so we were just talking, I'm like, you need to stop talking, I need this on my podcast, no more talking about it. So we're actually right now in the car on our way to see Alma, the hugging saint in Los Angeles. Hit some crazy LA traffic. Should have listened to Ocho at Ocho the Owl Radio. Didn't listen to him. Sorry, Ocho. I never believe you, and you're almost always right when you tell me things. (laughs) 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 My bad. (laughs) So, Carlin, how did you get into astrology? Um, I I think that it was real in any way. So I spent a number of years trying to figure out ways to disprove it. Even though your dad's an astrologer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was this just you being obstinate growing up being like, that's not real because my dad does it? Or you really scientifically didn't think it was possible? No, I really scientifically didn't think it was possible. I thought that it was a correlation and not causation and that it was probably had something to do with weather patterns or just, you know, light or something else. And I figured there was something else that was happening seasonally that accounted for personality differences that just happened to be similar to, you know, um, kind of the the patterns in our solar system. So Um, what made you make the shift into, I don't even know if I like the word believe because believe makes it like dogmatic, but what shifted your perspective? Um, the math. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, as I, you know, kind of the more I, more I got into it, the more I studied it, um, I first started realizing that the metaphor was more accurate than I expected it to be, um, and is more accurate in ways, especially with the outer planets like Pluto, that I really didn't expect, and, um, and then, and then exploring the math, all of a sudden, when I started to see how it worked, um, that it really made sense, and I realized that there actually there was a real, um, there was a real simple basis, and uh, that was starting to emerge. And as that started to emerge more and more, uh, it became you know less of a fanciful tale and more of you know correlation. Of, wow, there's this you know physical dynamic that's happening, and that's kind of goes through a twelve part phase, and we feel it. And, you know, we think about how we, you know, feel the, you know, a full moon um, and how much that affects personality. It's, um, it's not crazy to think that kind of, you know, a very similar dynamic happening all across the solar system um, would have a similar effect. Yeah, I agree. Today's the Gemini new moon, actually. But I I've have a lot of patients that work in the hospital in the ER in particular, and they always say, like, they have more injuries, more crazy cases coming in during the full moon. And it's, like, on record, that is happening. So it's interesting to see that. So what do you say to people when you encounter them in the world and they say, I don't believe in astrology? I think I totally understand. I didn't either for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I think that, you know, the way that astrology is talked about in the world, I don't believe that. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, when I think about people saying they don't believe in astrology, it's like, well, if I was being presented with the information you're being presented with, and I was 
this for a very long time, I didn't believe it. And even when I was presented with a little bit more information, of, you know, through my uh, through my father, kind of like different people in his life and in my life, even then I was very skeptical. Um, and so, you know, I think it's really healthy to come into uh, astrology or any new subject, for that matter, um, with a lot of skepticism. Um, and uh, and I think that at the same time, it's also healthy to be to be open to the fact that when there's a theory and an idea and something that has been, you know, explored by some of the most brilliant minds um, that we know of historically for a few thousand years, that maybe there's something there. <laughs> and, that was, and, and that was where, that was why I never just completely let it go. Um, I figured that, you know, there's a lot of really very intelligent people um, throughout history um, who've explored and worked with astrology and that I figured that even if it wasn't what we thought it was there must be you know there's a high likelihood that there was something there uh, and the more that I began exploring astrology the more I understood why it is what it is and why it really couldn't be anything different um, the more that I've understood why uh, why it has persisted in its form for so long anymore, 
and there's you know a nerve ending that's being pinched that's going to be painful <laughs> and i've taught you <laughs> you know so it's like you put those back into alignment yeah. and the nerve ending's not pinched anymore mm-hmm. and it's going to be less painful and it's like that's not actually a hard belief to have to uh, <laughs> and it's something to, it's like chinese medicine too yeah. it's like it's been around for five thousand years like there has to be some validity whether or not we can do a randomized clinical trial totally. with double-blinded study yeah. like well, or not and that's and that's the thing about astrology which is that it's um there's so many variables that the only reason why this kind of you know even belief would come into it is that we've never been able to test it um and it's not because it's not testable it's just that to um you know to test something with say maybe 67 68 variables you know even you know 360 degrees of variation um and you could even go more if you wanted to um you're talking you know there's it's so many different variables to take account for that you know to be able to account for all of that in a study is nearly impossible with the current methodologies that we have available to us yeah um so it's one of those things where the only real way to study astrology actually is to utilize uh, some you know, new research designs and to utilize very complicated mathematics. And uh, it's it's not been available to us. We, we just now might be getting to a point where we could put together, you know, utilizing computer systems and how much they've advanced, where we get to the point where we could start studying whether or not astrology um, exists in the way that we think it does. Um, but it's never been available to us before. Um, the you know the ability to bring some people together and then account for um, the emotional variations of how they react to different things in their life over you know billions of different variables. It's just never we know we've never been able to do that. It seems like mixed methodology would have to come into play because you want this quantitative data which you're talking about with like the computer models and the algorithms and everything but then to look into there you'd have to bring story into it and not necessarily grounded theory asking how questions but some sort of more like focus group or interview type process and bringing qualitative into it as well which is really complicated for mixed methodology within that yeah, and it's complicated. It's possible. Um, there's a lot of people who've done, um, you know, really amazing studies of mixed methodology, um, uh, and you know, and there is a, a lot of people don't understand that actually there is a very high, there's often a very high quantitative aspect to qualitative research, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and this would be one of the situations that would have that. Yeah. Uh, however, again, those methodologies that we have available to us work really, really well with a few variables. Um, and when people have tried to do tests with astrology, the most they've ever done usually that I've, I've ever seen in a test was with 12 variables and they're not even interacting. Huh. Um, and that is, you know, that that's only paying attention to, you know, it's not paying attention to what astrology really is or says. Um, and so of course it's not going to be accurate. Uh, and so it's again, one of those spaces where there's, you know, a, um, just because we haven't discovered how something works yet doesn't mean it doesn't work. In the same way that gravity was around for a long time before we started discovering nine point eight meters per second squared, we didn't know. Um, <laughs> and, and the truth was that our, our our first few ideas of how gravity worked weren't accurate either. But the fact that our ideas of how gravity worked weren't accurate in all of its time has never changed gravity. So. <laughs> 
no matter how many times we <laughs> redefine how gravity works, gravity keeps on working the way that it always has. We need to pull the temperance card here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so there's a part where, you know, there, there's, a, there's a humbleness where, where we need to say, you know, just as, as human beings that we haven't figured it all out. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of stuff that, you know, there's things we may never figure out. And, um, and so there's, there's a, a lot of areas where we then ask ourselves the question, is it helpful to use the, you know, our knowledge of the information that we have at this point? Do we feel like we know enough that it's useful to use? Is there, you know, and I think for me, when I think comes to whether or not we should use astrology or not, is really, is it, is it more harmful to ignore it or is it more harmful to you know to run along and use it and, mm -hmm. and with the idea that maybe it's wrong um, there you know I feel like in in from that perspective uh, astrology what it really does it really leads people to be asking this question of how are we uniquely different from one another and how to really explore learning who we are and who someone else is and what those differences are and how those differences interact with one another. And if you have that conversation in the right way and astrology is leading it, it's never going to not be helpful. I mean, you know, the very worst that happens is someone says it doesn't quite feel right and then they talk about what is right for them. Okay. So no matter what, you end up at who someone is and how they're showing up and what feels real for them. And so as long as, um, as long as that's the end result, um, as long as the, the curiosity that astrology, you know, brings into the fold is really helpful regardless of its accurate. Even if astrology turned out to be completely inaccurate in every way, shape, or form, it's still done a lot of good. I think people miss that. Right. It's um, a tool. It opens conversation. Exactly. And instead of using it to say, well, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I'm this sign. Well, and, and that's and that's you know, which is a really good point. Which is that there's people often talk about kind of limitations for astrology, and that really is only emerged out of this um, kind of commercialization of astrology. Um, astrology doesn't say you know people can or can't accomplish things in their life, or people should or shouldn't be in relationships with someone. Mm -hmm. What astrology says are what are some of the strengths and challenges that are going to show up for them? And it gives them some direction in how to take on those challenges in their life or how to show up in a relationship with someone. There's no, and even in all of the theories of astrology, there's no concept of good and bad. It doesn't exist uh, in theories of astrology. It's, it's about creating a kind of dynamic web of tension. And through that dynamic web of of tension, people, you know, people begin to begin to see how how we're all uniquely different, um, and how we can use those differences to show up and support one another. That's beautiful. So we're gonna close. This is part one. We're definitely being talked to Carlin more in the future, probably later on today, even and learn more about astrology from different perspectives through research, through methodology, but just through like living in the real world and being in relationship to the world, to other, to ourselves. So thank you, Carlin, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Hi. Touch ID or enter. Voice memos. Closing. Satellite antenna emoji. Messages. Two one. App switch. Voice.
Compose. Active. Voice memo. Waveform. Duration. New recording 43. Trim. Dimmed. Date. Controls. You play. Pause recording. 